0: Hello, welcome back to the Untitled SEO Podcast. This episode, I have a guest, I have a guest. Actually, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on, but my name is, uh, is Lewis Folkart, and I am a freelance copywriter.
0: Right now, the reason I've invited Lewis along, uh, we've worked together, for I don't know, years now. But the reason I brought Lewis along is, I think one of your greatest strengths is in ad copywriting. Would that be fair? Uh, It's
1: definitely where I spend most of my time, put it that way.
0: Lewis Lewis does a very good series of ad breakdowns that you can find on LinkedIn or uh, subscribe for on Lewis's website. We'll include the link in the show notes. So the reason I brought you here today, Lewis, is to talk about writing meta descriptions. Because meta descriptions are very important for SEO. They're not direct insights. Ranking factors, so Google doesn't really look at your meta descriptions and, and put a lot of emphasis on that affecting where you rank. But it has a really important knock on effect if you write good meta descriptions because in SEO success breeds success, and the more people read your meta descriptions and then click the link through to your website, the more times that happens, the more successful Google sees you are, and the more important you need to be. So. We'd better start just with a, a complete kind of 101 of meta descriptions. A meta description is the little bit of text that you'll see underneath the link to your website or any website when you look at search engine results. In a WordPress site, you can edit this using Yoast or Rank Math or any number of other methods. It's just as easy to edit in Squarespace or almost any other almost any other CMS on your website, Builder or Editor. So the reason I have you here, Lewis, is I've always seen meta descriptions as an advert. They are your opportunity to make your proposition in your website look better than that,
1: those of your competitors. That, so, that makes, makes perfect sense as well.
0: I like the fact you. you, you, we've clearly spoken before. I like, I like you acting along the, Oh, that's new information to me. uh, And that's that's fantastic. Well, it reminds me, I haven't said who I am. I'm Andrew Dawes. I'm I'm, uh, the founder of the SEO chief human at Yesio. Right. So what's the first thing we need to consider about the language we use when we're acting
1: Well, again, I'm going to prepare, go on as though this wasn't pre-planned, but the, the four U's is something that I think are very relevant to meta descriptions and just any kind of copyright and communication really. Um, so cool. I'll explain what the four U's are. So we have useful, ultra specific, urgent, and unique, and you need to kind of embody those four components into your meta description to make sure that you are talking to the right people and you are... Spurring them on to click through to your site, and you do that by making something that's very useful.
0: Excellent. So, the, the whole point is, as I said earlier, when your website appears next to those of your competitors, anyone who hasn't written a meta description, their meta description will say things like copyright 2009. And just, just <laughs> often have random bits of text So can, can you talk us through each of the four us please And let's see how they apply to meta descriptions
1: Yeah, so we'll, we'll start with useful I feel like that is your opportunity to give some kind of value To build trust and credibility with your audience The people that are about to Or potentially going to click on your website um, But it's just sort of to have a bit of skin in the game And to show that, you know, I do know what I'm talking about This is a little snippet of the value that I can give you um, and it's kind of just a natural, I guess, heuristic to, to want to find out more from that. Um, if we what, take on to the next one, do you want to talk about that one in a bit more detail or do you want to keep going through Unless, them? If, if
0: you lay them out and then we'll, we'll sort of have we'll pull them around a bit after that. So that we've got yeah. some
1: useful. Uh, ultra specific, um, a little bit of a play there, but it's to make sure that we are talking, um, talking in clear language um, and. Hopefully yes, being as specific as we can be with what they're about to find out when they click through to the page. Um, yeah? Mm-hmm, that's um, cool. uh, oh, unique. So, yeah, we need to consider what other messages are out there and what your, your reader could be seeing and to make sure that we stand out. Um, and it's the uniqueness that's going to help us stand out.
0: Okay, brilliant.
1: So that's three. And that's the last one is the urgent or urgency is to make sure that they click through to the site now and not 5, 10, 20, 3 days later um, because you kind of have one shot at it and you need to make sure that you're doing everything you can in that moment to, to bring them through to your website.
0: I can see a lot of this is based in fairly traditional marketing I guess. If, if you're thinking back to sort of magazine adverts or even newspaper adverts, these, these are the four things that you need to get people's attention and the direct response side of things yeah yeah exactly so Mm -hmm. but i can also see that from from a paid advertising background this this has been core to it for many years but i i've yet to find anyone talk about meta descriptions in these terms Mm -hmm. because we only have 160 ish characters i say ish because it, it kind of depends on how the characters are, as in <laughs> well, if you were to write a meta description that was just the number one over and over again, you'd fit more than 160 characters in. Mm-hmm. But let, let, let's assume it, it's it's roughly 160 characters. That's not a lot of space to kind of get useful ultra-specific, unique and urgent, all rolled into one or two neat sentences.
1: And I guess you just have to use everything you've got available and you've got a headline, can sort of go through and cater for two of the U's, for example and your sub copy can then go through and sort of cover the other two and i guess it's probably, it's probably probably best not to think of it as a checklist because naturally you're not going to be able to get all four in all the time but sometimes when the opportunity presents itself you should make the most of it they're sort of like things that that run through your copy rather than tick box exercises um yeah
0: you, you mentioned something really interesting there you, you mentioned headline kind of talking very much in terms of uh, you know, PPC ads or, or print ads. And in this context, from SEO context, your headline is going to be your page title, isn't mm-hmm. it? So if you can cover off, say not a checklist, but if you can cover off one or two of those things in your page title, um, as long as that's optimized, because having a keyword in your page title is important, you can mm-hmm. actually cover some of that off in the in the page title, which will appear in a public meta description. So if you covered off maybe useful and ultra-specific, but so in your actual meta description, then you can cover off the unique and urgent.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we going to see your dad walk in. Uh, no, there's one more door. Here we go.
0: Anyway, <laughs> this, this is the
1: reality. <laughs> working uh, from home, this one. <laughs> it, it's
0: not just working. I'm, uh, listeners, I'm, I'm, so I've worked with those for a long time. I remember I've had meetings repeatedly while Lewis was in Colombia or Mexico. <laughs> Somewhere in the Far East. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is fairly normal for us. Would you, would you call? It, I'm getting sidetracked, but would you call yourself a digital nomad, or are you just a nomad?
1: A part-time nomad? Shall we say part-time? So just a. Yeah. Is that just so, a mad? Yeah, I say eight, just, eight, 8 months or so of the year, I'm thought about other places in the world. So you're Um, just a mad rather than a no. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I want to,
0: I want to use, I want to try and come up with some, um, some examples here for how we could use the title and description to write what in reality is an advert for a website. Uh, Unless you've got any examples prepared, should we just pull one out of thin air? I haven't got any examples prepared no so let's really, really put me on the spot here there we go okay so if somebody let's use a kind that we've worked with mutually okay mm-hmm. so we've both mutually worked with a, a company called wood farm barns hello carl um, <laughs> and they do they do dog friendly holiday vets. so they have these kind of uh, modern barns they're, they're not huge old barns but modern barns all have hot tubs, all have underfloor heating. they're all very nice and you can take your dog. So if there was a page on that website about the things you get if you go and stay at this place, it's called Woodfront Mars, just in case I didn't say that already, then the title, I'm gonna leave with this, and you can you can optimize it, criticize it, or Mm -hmm. or, uh, correct it. So I would leave with a title that says Wood Farm Barns. I'm going to make this deliberately poor, so you have to optimise it. So I would set the page title as Wood Farm Barns, Dog Holidays, The Extra Things. And in the meta description, I would put nice duvets, hot tubs, you get a breakfast basket. Come and stay with us. <laughs> That's <so bad. laughs>
1: Craft. it's certainly unique i think it takes one of the years <laughs> off there <laughs> what rubbish.
0: I'd like to say for, for any of my clients that that's not me that's me deliberately not doing my best work there i'm, I'm deliberately uh,
1: making Need it some, for some opportunities there for us to, to improve so
0: obviously kind of a, your craft and skill isn't something you, you kind of click your fingers and pull out of thin air and um mm-hmm. you know, good copyright requires an Awful lot of thought, and we both subscribe to the psycho kind of school of letting your brain mull things over for a while. But can just off the top of your head, could you think of a better page title than Wood Farm Barnes? The extra stuff you get,
1: uh, let me just write this down as well because I feel like that's once I see it visually, I'm able to kind of just right. so wood, it in wood, the wood site, palm, into the method. Yeah, Wood Farm Barnes, what was it?
0: Sorry, dog friendly the extra stuff you get.
1: (laughs) Dog friendly, the extra stuff you get.
0: Nice. And then my meta description was nice place to stay, hot tubs, breakfast basket. It's getting worse by the minute. New doormats. Dogs welcome. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, there's definitely some stuff there. So we can, one, the extra stuff you get. It depends on how much space we've got left really for the page style, but we need to make that more specific. Mm -hmm. Um, an example we could do with the sub copy, a nice place to stay, nice is very vague and we can again pick something that's more specific and talks to a desirable emotion. Um, nice is yeah, just way too vague. Um, dog, dog basket, we could even go into details on what kind of dog baskets, um, and whether they cater for all sizes and shapes. Um, even the materials they're made out of, anything that's kind of got that specificness, specificity, I guess is the mm-hmm. correct way, um, just is a lot more believable as well. It just helps paint a clearer picture in your reader's mind. As I ought
0: to say as well that, that any time we write this this kind of thing or whether we get, get Lewis's help, um, it's it's always led by how well you know your own client. So you'd never write an advert or an article for a client who you didn't fully understand. I don't know, I don't need to make caveats. I mean, I made clear that it was a daft, a daft example. And But one of the things that, that any good marketer would know is what it is that motivates their, their, their audience, their potential customers. And there are certain psychological prompts that work almost across the board, as I understand it.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Like, pretty much. Well, actually, just some evolutionary things that, yeah, flaws, and, I say not flaws, they're good for us. But oh, also, marketers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe flaws everyone else. But, okay, so yeah. let,
0: let me kind of focus this in a bit more because obviously I do know about this client. So this page on their website about the extra bits you get, we know for a fact that people like, like that... There are facilities in these four-day lets that are specifically for dog owners. So uh-huh. they have a doggy shower station. Uh, yes, when your dog comes back, it's all muddy, you can hose it, hose it down. That's has got It's like a little shower head on it, it's got warm water and whatever. But also, they get organic dog treats, so they get, <laughs> I don't know, snouts and anuses or whatever. <laughs>
1: I've seen
0: them. Big ears and all. That's probably a <laughs> more polite way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, let, let's just say, imagine we were leading with that. We were saying that, that the, the dog treats are the most popular thing, and we know that guests that have stayed really all focusing on that and love it, And yeah. the fact that they can wash the dog. So how about for a title, we have uh, dog-friendly holidays, Organic treats. Tasty organic treat. No, it wouldn't be tasty from the human's perspective. people that believe me are females, so it's not tasty.
1: <laughs> Whatever um, floats your boat. <laughs> um, so dog friendly holidays. I mean some things that are into mind at the minute, just a few words. A doggy spa is a way a good way of framing it. There's oh a lot, existing, look at that. a lot of existing imagery already that we can build upon there. Um us humans know what a spa is, but it's sort of like for your dog obviously pretty that's um to to even that they're not just dog tolerant but dog friendly i know from my experience before that was a lot of a, a lot of worries from people um because that you know a lot of places that say they're dog friendly but they're not actually dog friendly they just let you bring your dog along they Whereas, dogs, yeah. yeah so that's something else is probably a message that they're not seeing which is they're going to stand out more um and just sort of lure lure them into the page basically
0: yeah okay so we we i'm I'm not going to sort of go all the way to the finished product here but but introducing something in the title that that meets with the the seo requirement which is dog friendly um, cottages or or nets or whichever we choose but also putting in something that inspires some mental imagery in the reader i think it's easy way
1: easy way to get more out of less characters as well if you've got things that already exist in our minds you know spa is only three characters and you're going to get a lot of pre-existing emotions and thoughts and feelings from that that you can build upon. So pre-existing emotions, I, I love the
0: phrases you use, but I'm going to ask you to break <laughs> some of them apart, pre-existing emotions, so if somebody's looking at Google search results and they're scrolling down things, can you give us some other examples of pre-existing emotions?
1: Uh, I mean if we delve into that a bit more, you, we, we know what a spa is, I mean, we know what it represents and how it makes us feel going through that. Um, and then rather than trying to explain a whole new concept of what's at Woodfarm Barnes, we're, we're just using something that we can already already build upon, I guess, but just sort of give it a, a little unique twist in way that favours who we're trying to talk to.
0: That's lovely. So I think I say we're not going to drill it all the way to the end, but I think, yep, all right, we've got a title now that has some emotion. It has some uh, connection with the people who are reading it. They're going to look at it and understand what it is they, they know. What's going on? It's a proposition they understand. So, for the what you call the sub, do you call it a subcopy? The subcopy.
1: I'm not sure what the correct term term is.
0: Okay. We're going to we'll just call it subcopy. So, for meta description, so in our title, out of the four things, we've got unique and we've got I think that's almost is that ultra specific saying you know there are treats or I, I guess so. Yeah,
1: I would see <laughs> local snouts and anuses (laughs) Uh, I'll put that as the podcast title (laughs) Suffolk based dog snouts and anuses (laughs) Uh, no but the the message is still the same that we need it to be as specific as possible just so it's believable and carries a bit more impact than just dog treats and dog pillows and dog cushions we can okay we've got cashmere dog cushions or something I don't know Um, just take it into much detail and yeah So I
0: I know that these, the four U's isn't a checkbox, but I'm trying to think of a way that, how would you roll urgency into that?
1: I've got an idea, but I'm going to let you... I guess I'll give them a a reason to click through now. Um, Depends on, I guess, what what the actual search term is that they're looking for and how we can play on that. Um,
0: If we put, my idea would be to put something like you know, something that gets across, I, I always think selling with sca- scarcity, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's an it's interesting. Proposition. It's one, so something like if, if you have the time to keep up to date, you know, bookings. I don't want to say bookings going fast because that's more for use of English, but something <laughs> that that hints at the fact that if you don't take action now, you must
1: oh, I tell you what, in high demand, yeah, or something like that, yeah, or. or
0: I don't like using discounts with premium brands, but say say this wasn't a premium brand, then ten percent off, you know, blah blah blah, ten percent off for the month of February, the month mm-hmm. of March, or, or or whenever you are. So that that would put in some urgency, and we've got unique, and we've got ultra specific, useful, useful. We've implied.
1: Yeah, I obviously, it's not always going to work. It does depend on the page mm. that we're that, that we're taking them to. Um. So it's, yeah, if there's a way that we can provide a little bit of value, but again, the nature of what we're pushing here is there's, how do we how do we give value in such a short space? Probably not possible, but something that we could go into more detail on the actual page itself.
0: Well, I, I guess for a good meta description, you, you don't have to deliver all the value mm-hmm. at that point because that is only the start of the journey. It needs to be yeah. enough to get people to click through. And I'm, I'm trying to equate it in my head to... Another old copywriting rule, which I think I read, I was read in the Ogilvy book, which was recommended by you. And it said, the purpose of a headline is to get somebody to read the subheadline.
1: That's Joe But I think Ogilvy said something very similar as well. I'm sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, headline, the purpose of the headline is
0: to get someone to read the subheadline. Yeah. The purpose of the subheadline is to get somebody to read the first paragraph. The first paragraph mm-hmm. is to get somebody to read or the next one, I assume. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, like, a little, like a little invisible thread that sort of runs through runs through all your copy that ties it all together and just pulls them along.
0: That works perfectly for, for this context we're talking about because your title, well, hey, it is a title. And your meta description, if we treat that as the, the subheading, that should be enough to, to want people to then click through to a page. I mean, at which point that journey continues. But brighten that title meta description so that it's, it's more motivating when you're competitive. I'll keep going on about this, but anyone listening to this who, who isn't, is interested in SEO without being massively focused on it, that, that's a really key thing to remember here, I think. So I think actually relevance becomes a really important thing there as well. So just from an SEO perspective, you can't, you can't have a, a, a pig in wolf's clothing. That's not the right phrase. Yeah, your your page that you are linking through to has to be wholly relevant to to your title and headline because if people get through and and it's, it's not perfectly aligned, then they're going to leave your website very fast. Don't they? let's. I tell you what, I am I am padding let's, a bit now. Let's let's, we,
1: let's change the four U's to four U's and an R. There we are, and the the last bit is just relevancy to the page that it's clicking through to. I feel like that makes a lot of sense.
0: Excellent. Now, I, I, as <laughs> is my style in these situations, I can't really, a really odd example. Can you, can you think of a really straightforward example that, that wouldn't have <laughs> snouts in it?
1: For for which bit? Sorry, the
0: uh, for for the type of meta description. I'm trying to. I'm personally trying to think of an example I really like that I've seen recently, um,
1: um, can we have a quick. Google, see what's see what's I'll on there at the minute. Let's have a look let's, let's, let let's, let's, let's critique some unanimous let uh, no, uh, a popular search term blog friendly cottages
0: let us let's, let's just fast skateboards, let's just move to something else. hmm What's come up? Uh, it's a bit tricky on, on, on the I won't
1: I <laughs> won't say the the business names but Probably best not too, yeah. I will say at xyz we offer plenty of dog friendly cottages in the UK's or in some of the UK's most perfect places for pets with outdoor space for exploring and indoor space dot dot dot
0: that's
1: pretty nice i
0: like that what was the what's the title what's the headline that?
1: Uh, dog friendly holidays uk xyz so,
0: that's that kind of sums it up quite nicely. That that's quite a nice one.
1: Now, if you were to look at that, how would you tweak that? Um I would like a bit more specificness, specificness specificity. So it's such an awful word to say.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're well, not producing a choosing
1: word, <laughs> but struggle to say. Um I'd like this just a bit more detail about what we've got. Again, it says the business name in the headline and the subcopy, which I feel like you could probably do away with one of them. Um, you're just yeah, beating that, yourself. And
0: also, it. unless you are like a household brand, at that point, if someone's never, ever heard of you before, you're, the name of your business isn't necessarily going to be a draw. No. Because there's there's no recognition. It, there's no, oh, look, it's this company and you'll be safe with them. So, yeah, you probably could drop
1: it. I it's like... This one, probably thirty or so characters, I would say, that you'll you've got back that you can just jump straight into it. Um I feel like it's just redundant redundant copy at XYZ, blah 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 blah. You just don't need it. I mean, we could see in the URL who it is as well. Um so that's the first bit I would change. Um there's no real reason to click through. Um in that's kind of, of that's killer in man, my isn't it? in my opinion and obviously when you're looking i guess once you i guess a lot of marketers fail to do that but it's just to see it in context well, on this the search page there's 10 15 20 different options here and you need to stand out with something um, and i've honestly i, I think the dog spa i hate to be a little bit biased because it was my own idea i feel like jumps jumps away from all of what's here because every single one here has has dog friendly in the title um, and an immediate way to stand out is to do something that everybody else is not doing um, literally every single one on this search page begins with dog friendly
0: okay you know? so that that's I mean sometimes that just has to happen um, uh-huh. especially in the title for various reasons can you read the next one down just can we not change more?
1: the position of dog friendly Would that would that work
0: um, it
1: depends how or strong... does it have to come first <laughs>
0: There's a thing in SEO called keyword prominence, and I mm-hmm. don't think it's as important as it used to be. When Google was struggling a bit more to figure out what pages were about, the closer you put your primary keyword to the beginning of a paragraph or a title or you know, a tag, mm-hmm. it kind of helped. I'm not convinced it does anymore. So so tell me what you
1: think. Yeah, just a bit. Like it's just the same pattern every every search result. Oh, so as you're looking down the page, it, it... everything is just dog friendly, dog friendly, dog friendly, right. dog friendly, dog friendly. Um, let's just have have dog friendly at the end of the headline maybe instead, and immediately you've you broken a pattern or disrupted uh, break, a pattern.
0: Breaking, right, I, I like this. That this isn't this isn't something I know a great deal about. So what what's the advantage of disrupting a pattern?
1: Well, you you get attention. That's an easy way of. I don't think who who said the the line, but it's when the world digs zag do the opposite we need to stand out from everyone else because we just blend in and that's the, the the bane of most businesses now is they just blend in with everyone else and it's an easy way to get more eyes on your business without having to do it without having to spend anything extra just to that's really out.
0: neat i really like that and, and yeah i can see that just from a visual point of view you are the zag for everyone else is it that's mm-hmm. neat. i like that okay um what else?
1: Um, just looking at other ones we've got here. Any that do it particularly well. We've got one here using a social proof. Um, so browse more than 11,000 dog-friendly holiday cottages in the UK and book today with XYZ. Um, they've also got rated excellent by TripAdvisor. So that's a nice a nice use of credibility, just away from the four U's. But I feel like it's a good... That's the only one that I can see that's actually using something that's going to build trust. Ah, build, uh,
0: right, two thing, key things that I, you mentioned there that, that I'd like you to expand on just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Social proof and building trust.
1: Social proof is ultimately that we follow the actions of others and we tend to trust what most people do. Um, so a, a, an example is if there's a street performer playing the guitar, you get a few people and then the more people that get there, gradually it becomes more and more popular. Um, or another way of saying it, shorthand is that popularity begets more popularity. Um, and as marketers, it's our job to find unique ways of demonstrating that popularity because it's not always obvious. You don't you want to always have seven thousand customers to pick from, but you could be maybe the fastest growing company in your sector, or there's something normally that you can state or re, reframe to. Show your popularity, basically. No, oh,
0: that's cool. That's a uh, eight out of ten cats <laughs> so, <laughs> that type type thing, isn't it? So it's, a, it's one of those things that when you, when you learn the phrase, you will start to see it everywhere.
1: Yeah, no. um, and they're are like literal uses and lateral uses. So a literal use is to simply state that we have X Y Z customers, or the most popular business in Suffolk, or something like that. And a lateral use is kind of doing it um i guess discreetly an example are apple's headphones Their white headphones when they first came on the scene they were the the only ones the only brand at that time that had to have white headphones whenever you saw them you assumed that they were apple and it gave the impression of popularity without actually saying i guess it's, it's just implicit and explicit ways of doing it and well, yeah. the implicit is generally more believable than the explicit so
0: and, and because we've got such a short amount of space and a meta description being explicit is, is the great one. Three hundred five 300 five star reviews or, yeah, or, or whatever we got there. Okay, cool. Um, anything else you can spot there?
1: Uh, and simple fact that they put that they are rated excellent by TripAdvisor. Uh, that's something that nobody else has done. There's no other. I have to,
0: to ask you after us who this is because I'm always interested when somebody is, yeah, no, is um, doing it really
1: well. And obviously, people already trust TripAdvisor, so it's an easy way to to gain, to gain trust. So I mean, okay. it definitely makes sense from a selling point of view. Maybe not from an SEO point of view. I don't know. Um, but yeah, from a persuasive persuasive point, it makes
0: sense. I always say that you, you can't be hundred percent SEO because mm-hmm. unless you are a genius, um, it just becomes really difficult to actually maintain. You still got a balance brand and things yeah, like is that. Uh, so you. you, you it's always it's always a balancing act. Mm-hmm. So this this has been really I found this really interesting actually, and I'd like to dig dig more into into this kind of thing in the future. Um, we're running out of time a little bit here, Lewis. So if do you have a, a summary? Do you have a nice little if you prepare a nice from from
1: little... the four use or just I think the four
0: Well, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You're, you're the uh, you're the copywriting guy.
1: Yeah, I guess in a nutshell, just the, the principles of communication don't really change depending on what medium or context, however you're using it. They always apply the same. Um And yeah, to use the four use, which are unique, useful, urgent and ultra specific and kind of integrate them in in your message, whether that's in your headline and your subcopy or longer form copy, however you want to use it. Um oh, We did say we, that we were adding an R for the SEO for use. So we've also got relevancy in there to make sure that we sync up with the the page that we're directing to.
0: That's absolutely great. Okay, well Lewis, uh, well, everyone live uh, dear listeners, dear listeners. Uh, I'll put links to Lewis's website and I half recommend you sign up to his with, uh, his newsletter had breakdown, Ad breakdowns and breakdown down. I will come close to it. We shouldn't record these things like late in the afternoon, like
1: coffee, <laughs> coffee's wearing
0: off. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to call it quits and say goodbye. There, um, do you want to say goodbye, Lewis?
1: Oh, thank you for having me again, and yeah, hopefully speak to you soon.